Hi everyone and welcome to Question Everything with Kaz and Jill. I was nearly going to say Jill and Kaz, just to, you know, shake it up a bit there. <laughs> you, you wouldn't have that, Jill, sure you wouldn't. No, it's Kaz and Jill all the way. <laughs> but what's alphabetical? Uh, <laughs> Jill and Kaz. <laughs> I think it's like, let's do a poll. Who thinks it should be Jill and Kaz? Then we'll have to change our whole logo. Nah, never mind. <laughs> what's the wee thing? There is a wee thing though, isn't there? Um, Tic-tac-toe. Oh, that would be Jill and Kaz. So yeah. the the I comes before the A, which comes before the O, to make things sound good. Oh, was that the vials you're just saying? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. So it, sh- it would be Jill and Kaz. Okay. And then we need our O. Who's our O gonna be? Joe. Jill hey. and Kaz and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, welcome Swiftly to moving on. <laughs> episode number seven. Lucky number seven. Did you, isn't it seven? Mm-hmm, yeah. I hope it's seven. Will we do, let's just put that out there, will we do ten and take a season a season break? <laughs> Are you sick of it already? <laughs> That's what I like to do because you come back really refreshed. Yeah, this is definitely taking its toll on me. <laughs> you're, so, you're so fatigued looking. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? I was looking at the stats and ten bodies got more than I would have expected oh, uh, download-wise, yeah. Interesting. So if, you, if anyone listening has any feedback on that one, we would love to hear. I feel like I recorded that ages ago. I know, um, but it wasn't. No, it was last week just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jalila Hoop, what's new with you today? Well, I got a little puppy. Arf, arf, oh, arf. she's so cute. She's a little chihuahua puppy, and she's yeah. called Ivy. And, and how, we're and all the. And I was quite offensive calling that cat. <laughs> Well, I think she is half cat. Half cat. Yeah. Tiny thing. The picture you sent me of her lying on the sofa just with the legs, you know. Oh. What, how do you describe that? Just pure. Just pure. for the count. I know. And so, so wee and so innocent. And yet she thinks she's really fierce. She chases the cat. We thought the cat would go for her. She chases the cat. Now, I know your cat's a bit feisty. Yes, I know. And did, did she go for the yeah. dog a wee bit no no not no. at all not at all she sits and cowers and then that, we teeny tiny pace. ivy skips over and then rawr, chases right <laughs> <laughs> how big is she then ivy yeah that big. for people you lift your one hand what's what size is that half a ruler bit, yeah a bit more yeah <gasps> like she looks bigger than that in a photograph no, see teeny. photographs add 10 pounds <laughs> <laughs> well she's 0.8 kilograms no. big I think I'm 65. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Bye, Tronke. I tried to get her a wee, um, what do you call that? A wee harness. A wee harness? A wee harness. And I think even, no big even the extra small is probably going to be too big for her. <laughs> and she's white. She's, she's white. all white. Does she get much bigger than that? Uh, well, what the people we got her from, the lady was able to lift up the mummy, the daddy, and Ivy all in her arms at once. Mm. So they're all wee. We cute liftable little things. Very good. You're not going to put her in your handbag, are you? Uh, I would have to get a Chanel handbag. <laughs> I parceled in of you. I know. Do you remember that? Have to watch Legally Blonde with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> nobody does that anymore, do they? Not that I ever saw I'll bring anybody. it back. Yeah, you bring it back. You own that. All right then. So, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about the age of Aquarius. Um, can't believe you didn't sing it. <laughs> and have you heard me sing? Of course you have. <laughs> Age of Aquarius. And that's all I know. <laughs> In fact, that's all I know about the Age of Aquarius. So you pointed it out to me. 
and then I went off and did my studies and I had never never heard of it absolutely nothing um but I have written some things down to try and describe it to people who are listening as well if you haven't heard of it maybe you have maybe you're all way more enlightened than me <laughs> um it's no way sometimes but you have at least heard of some I haven't heard of it you haven't heard of song. it at all apart from the song is the song related to it I think so oh right okay <laughs> well we'll go into that yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you ever sing songs when you have no idea what you're even singing about when you were younger all these really dirty songs <laughs> just like, la, la, la. no idea just like the tune um, so according to western astrology we are currently transitioning into the age of Aquarius uh, the first thing I read was and see if you can correct me on this it's a once in a two millennial phenomenal is that right? that's right so is that a big deal? <laughs> Uh, I think it's a big deal. I think it's a big deal. Okay. <laughs> and the last time it occurred, there were revolutions in technology, industry, and government. We're going from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. Right. And I okay. think that the, according to the astrology and everything, the, the age of Pisces started around the time of um, the birth of Jesus, which oh, was right. about 2,000 years ago. Yeah, I don't think I was around. Uh, no I don't think you were around <laughs> don't remember that one um, so the Aquarian age is here to bring a shift in consciousness emphasising unity intuition and to recognise interconnectedness as a global community so I read that from uh, a website by Brett Larkin it's a yoga website which sums up quite nicely but so we're basically moving into a new age as you said from Pisces to Aquarius a transitional period is a way of saying it. And is this horoscope stuff? That's what I wanted to ask you. Well, I think it's astrology yeah. related, yeah. So well, you've got your, your 12 signs of the zodiac. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I don't know much about this either, <laughs> but okay. I think the way it works, each age lasts about 2,000-ish years. Yeah. So there's 12 astrological ages corresponding to the 12 zodiac signs mm. in astrology. So the once the 12 ages all complete, that's called a cycle. I and the cycle see. lasts about 25,000 years. Right. So each age is just a little over 2,000 hmm. each. So did horoscopes come from astrology? Yeah. And become a bit diluted and you read them in Just 17 magazine? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's all astrology based, isn't it? I'm not no. that into astrology, like yeah. So I'm not, uh, I'm not really totally up on it. But I think it's all astrology based. It's quite interesting though. Yeah. I, what I love is when things all tie in together. Yeah. You know, like because this age of um, Aquarius now, the fact that we're coming out of the age of Pisces, and that kind of started. Uh, coinciding with like the birth of Jesus like we were kind of brought up to learn all the churchy stuff and you know the birth of Jesus symbolized moving from the old testament thinking into the new testament thinking and the age of Pisces was more about forgiveness as right. opposed to the old testament thinking was all an eye for an eye and sacrifice mm. and suffering and all that sort of stuff mm. okay. so you can kind of actually even see where know, there from? was a shift then there was yeah. a shift in thinking um and then now I feel like there is another shift happening, isn't there? Like you can kind of feel it. You do. People have a different outlook now. People are becoming more conscious, which I'll touch upon later. But what I wanted to say as well is it all kind of comes from somewhere, of course. And I have a, a quote from Vogue India. Uh, I just quite liked it for summing everything up. 
It was the ancient Greeks who started mapping the stars and naming the constellations we refer to today. Aquarius the cupbearer was recorded by the astronomer and mathematician. Now I'm going to butcher his name. <laughs> Claudius, how do you pronounce the name? It begins with PT. Claudius Ptolemy. Can you see it there? P-T- I can see it. I can't see it. <laughs> yeah. P-T-O-L-E-M-Y. So you guys can say it yourself. Uh, in the second century, making it one of the oldest documented constellations in the night sky. Aquarius is also the 10th largest constellation, nestled between Capricorn and Pisces. So astrologically speaking, it plays a lead role. So this is all way, way back stuff. And we do kind of poo-poo it a wee bit. It is like... You know, it's become watered down because of horoscopes, because of Mystic Meg and all that stuff. Yeah. Showing your age there, Mystic Meg. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I imagine, because I've read stuff like this before when people are writing horoscopes for magazines, like, it was like, here, Sinead, can you just make up January's uh, horoscope there? And somebody who does, I don't know, marketing does it. You know, it was kind of, wasn't correctly done. People were making stuff up. But yeah. there is genuine people there that have took all this from astrology and used it properly yeah um, this is yeah. deep stuff <laughs> and yes what i find quite in, um interesting the story of the birth of christ coinciding with the, this date at the start of the age of um, pisces many christian symbols for christ use the astrological symbol for pisces which is the fish yeah. Which you do see, don't you? You do. Oh yes, that's the people put that yeah, on the back like of their cars. Christian symbol. Uh-huh. Mm. I love it when things all tie together. <laughs> I know, I know. And everybody sort of takes their own meaning from it. That's kind of what happens. I know. If it does sometimes feel like we all know something deep within us and we all take our own angle on it, don't yeah. we? You know, different religions take their own angle on actually quite similar stuff when you get to the heart of it. Mm. So we're both Scorpio what does that mean Mm. oh well one of the things that I know it means is we're obsessed with the stuff that people say you shouldn't talk about at dinner parties (laughs) I remember you telling me that like death sex religion (laughs) Uh, I do talk about death a good bit I think since it's been experienced a bit more recently um religion Mm. that is a I don't know many people do talk about religion anymore it is very touchy but I love talking about it from a more spiritual angle okay so how what I have written down here how do we start embracing this because it's all very well known about this but and it's all very interesting very logical is it logical even (laughs) I don't know what it is but what do we do with it you know it's like I always say one more question everything but right this is great what do we do with it so I was telling you before I was watching an Eckhart Tolle video at the start of the week it was probably last week now and he was talking about transcending conceptual thinking going beyond so this is all so whenever you sort of highlighted all this to me it did feel like an awakening a consciousness so I think that's what everybody is starting to feel a wee bit more now being more conscious and Eckhart talks about that all the time and maybe if you're not familiar with all this sort of stuff you're kind of like what does that even mean now I'm conscious what are you talking about I'm upright (laughs) but what, what, how would you define consciousness? Is that a difficult question? Um, and he can't even it explain it. It's a very difficult question, isn't it? Yeah. It's you're just beyond the... He would say a lot of the time we're below thinking. So you're getting up and you're just automatically going through your day and you haven't really stopped to be present, be in the moment. And that's the only moment he says it exists. You're just in this weird autopilot. 
mm. and the day's just gone. like how many times have you driven home from work or from somewhere and you're like how did I even get here absolutely <laughs> you're not conscious we are because you're driving a car but you're not in the spiritual sense mm-hmm. conscious I've heard him say I think that consciousness is the space between the thoughts oh yeah like what (laughs) i know know. but he does he says himself like you know if you haven't really spent any time learning any of this it doesn't make sense he would say quite a lot nothing intellectually he says makes sense which is a weird way of putting it but you can't think your way through this you just Mm. have to experience it i guess and sometimes it takes for something dramatic to happen to you a challenge in your life to kind of go it jolts you into going down this journey I think more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah, because yeah. you realise your thoughts can't make sense of stuff, so you're <laughs> yes, searching. <exactly. laughs> so he says, yeah, going beyond conceptual thinking. Well, that's defining it as well. Um, to still think, of course, we have to. We have to do life, but don't become trapped in thinking. So this is huge for people today. They go off on this big tangent, don't they, of, oh, what if this happens? And then what if... I was already talking about it today. I'm planning my week when I don't need to. You know, just calm down, be present, let go of what you can't control. But it's a snowball effect. And it's like we talked about at the start. If you say to yourself, oh, I'm an overanalyzer, you're going to look for that daily. Oh, let's let's see what I can overanalyze today because I <laughs> weirdly thrive off of it, you know. Um, So he wants you to regain a sense of connectedness of being. You feel connected with something vast. Um, you're connected with a simple sense of being and being is the formless timeless dimension within yourself not the physical body it's what's beyond that does that even make sense (laughs) i'm saying i'm sort of saying the same thing over and over again about you know it's more than just your body and we talked about that last week in the 10 bodies Mm -hmm, um so what i what he says is nature helps you rediscover this so you if you go out for a walk today (laughs) approach nature with alert attention and spaciousness and practice this until it becomes natural so can you go out now i'm not good at this can you go out without any distraction can you go out without your phone can you go out without your headphones it is a really good opportunity for me to listen to podcasts but can you have silence when i walked home with you the other day i didn't listen to anything all the way home and it was so good um but after i was listening to him here i decided oh before i go on actually he says um eventually you can do it in the man-made world as well in shopping centers and stuff it's hard you know all that noise and i mean i get quite sensory overload sometimes i was at the train station yesterday coming home from work and it was really noisy and i was talking to a guy from work and i couldn't hear him and i was just like and people were just making all this noise around me and it was do you ever get really irritated by that sometimes that to be present and conscious in that moment is a skill oh i know so but if you want to start with nature what you can do is you go and you you watch the trees move and see if they you're kind of visualizing it now Mm -hmm. see see if they make a sound they probably will um and be childlike about it i remember when i was a kid i used to like poke about in bushes i know (laughs) that sounds ridiculous but it's like you know just remember honeysuckle remember those big bushes Uh i used to love the smell of those Mm -hmm. i used to i do remember just spending more time kind of hunting about in nature because we didn't have smartphones and technology was limited back then the way it is now <laughs> um and he says nature gives back to you it gives you energy and it does you know forest bathing is a thing for mm-hmm. a reason you go for a walk and, and, and the more greenery there is the better you feel the more refreshed you feel 
tell me this have you ever hugged a tree <laughs> probably trying to be funny yeah but not like you've got to hug a have tree you done that? <laughs> yes <laughs> i'll do it today then first moved into a new house not a tree in sight <laughs> does a plant count no <laughs> i don't know but you gotta hug a tree you get a hug back and that used you to really be feel the tree you used to say that as like you feel the life a slag to somebody i know tree I hugger know. prince charles used to get slagged off for all that didn't yeah. he? he was just ahead of his time terrible <laughs> um yeah so nature gives back to you i think you all know that you can feel it yourself um take it and he says to take in the totality of what's around you and you feel connected you are nature and in the process of becoming conscious when you're in it uh, and he says the illusion of separation that is created by thinking mind disappears wow that yeah. that that is something you forget like you just forget we are nature my goodness we, we'll end up back in it as well uh, true true <laughs> my goodness we really do spend a lot of time and effort separating ourselves from nature don't we yeah, I know. my goodness makes you think i just want to go out and lie down on the grass now is it wet (laughs) well last week was beautiful and i went for a walk uh right after listening to eckhart and i told you this i tried to be more present i was listening to stuff but i tried to be more present and i came across this little patch and so many butterflies just arrived and two of them arrived oh i just spat on my microphone and two of them arrived and landed on my leg and i was just like stop but unfortunately the first reaction was get my phone out and take a photograph of it should i just have not done that and felt it and you know not instagrammed it did you instagram it I did did yeah. you disappointing <laughs> but i wanted That's to document so it for know. me too you know are we constantly telling ourselves that's disappointing well yes did, it's only it, what you decided did is. You, were you happy to do that oh it was so yeah i was so excited to, to have them stay there till i got the photograph are you glad you have the photograph yeah now? i'll always remember that <clears throat> Hmm. well maybe just allow yourself to enjoy that but i felt like that was <laughs> that was nature giving back to me oh, so peaceful so nice. and so you went out with that thought yes and that's what was presented to you by nature wow i know exactly wow so if you people are listening and you want to create that thought in your head before you go out see what happens you know nature might speak to you a little bit more than normal oh that's amazing i know so uh, uh, that kind of covers embracing the conscious side of things waking up a bit more and apparently everyone will be affected by this shift and that is this all still related to the age of aquarius i think so because i think well what i've been kind of reading about it it is a shift from you know searching for a leader and being Mm. sort of told how to find your connection to god to everybody finding it within themselves and i feel a shift towards that i feel like there's so much access even to people like eckhart tolle you know another shift is technology there's massive shifts have happened in technology and of course there's the downsides to them but there's so much good as well we never would have ever discovered abraham hicks eckhart tolle you know all these wonderful instant access people and yeah new new ways of thinking new kind of frames of mind that have really connected with us Mm. um and also you know i look at children today um and you just feel like they just arrive ready for this world you know they're ready to embrace the good side of technology and you know i see my kids connect so much with their friends through Mm. it and really using it in 
the, the good way whereas us who are a wee bit more um, old-fashioned we're we're sort of we're we're afraid and we're worried about the downsides and panicking a wee bit but I don't know sometimes I think maybe it just is a new age yeah and maybe we need to not be so afraid maybe we need to embrace all the the goodness that it can bring and well like you said in school for your daughter she isn't allowed her phone the whole time she's there no she's I love not that. yeah i'm sure they're itching to get at their phone at the end of the day <laughs> i know but the good thing is it's the same for all of them like that is just the rule yeah. across the board so so at break time you have to talk to yes, your friends exactly you don't and just lunchtime. go on your phone yeah oh, and do you know where she's where she goes now she's joined the animal house club Ah. She goes down at break and lunch to look after the little guinea pigs. Go, goes and pets a guinea pig. Oh, she's so happy. <laughs> See, that's it. That's another. That's another thing. There's animals. <laughs> being with animals mm-hmm. is very common. You've got a dog now. Mm-hmm. I think that there is lots of science behind just stroking a dog. But dogs are always present. Mm-hmm. Was I talking oh, about absolutely. that before? All mm-hmm. they worry about is right now know, lying down, sleeping, running about. Eating their dinner and they don't hold grudges and all that. Sure, they don't. No. They do hold trauma though, don't they? Oh, they do, right now. If they you, because my brother's cat yeah. came from a traumatic background, and there's still wee elements of it. Um, oh. I've heard of animals being on, on antidepressants. Oh, geez. which is poor thing. Unbelievable, yeah. Anyway, mm. off on a tangent. Off on a tangent. Um, I read an article on LinkedIn, which I think is really, really nice to sum everything up. And it says, the age of Aquarius is about decentralizing power. This is what you said. It is a time to know who you are, not looking to someone else to answer that question. It's a time of being our unapologetic self and discovering our personal power. 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 (laughs) The The age of Aquarius is a return to our authentic self. It's about discovering who we are and knowing how we are capable of playing our part. It's about bringing everyone's creativity and innovation together for a true collaboration so people can work together for a cause. Isn't that perfect? That's nice. And that's literally the whole movement. Everybody working together, but also not listening to the man anymore. You know, going inside. You know what you want. Just It's definitely... There's definitely an age of expressing yourself more. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we talked about this on the podcast before where we were when we were growing up, everybody just was the same. Mm-hmm. And if you were slightly different, you were ostracized. Whereas now it's like, look at you go being yourself. And I see people, I know there's people my age that would see certain people and be like, Judgy McJudgerson, look at what they're wearing. But I see now when I see people that are just all, ooh, I, I work with quite an eclectic bunch of people. And I'm just like, look at you, you don't give one toot. Oh, it fe- it's very what? free, isn't it? I look at it's young people and free. all I see is freedom and it just it's so yeah. lovely. It's and so I don't lovely. judge people anymore for what they're wearing. I'm like, I love that you have the confidence to wear that. Absolutely. You're just owning that. Uh-huh. Pair of pink Crocs. I know. <laughs> yeah. um, just because you won't wear cert- certain things doesn't matter. That's our problem. It's not anybody else's I problem. Say, <laughs> what other people think of you is none of your business. Have you heard <laughs> that before? Yes. <laughs> I love that. Isn't that though? I know. Like, do, you, do you worry about what people think of you? Um, I would like to say no, but I think the answer is probably yes. I know. Yeah. It's nice to be liked, isn't it? I know. It'd be nice to be that free, and I do see the more of that freedom um, happening. But again, I think it is it's a shift in consciousness, and I feel like we're, we're, you know, we're in the middle of it. You could say we're in the middle of our lives, mm. so to speak, as well. Um, and you can see, you know, we're old enough to see how things were, 
but we're also young enough to see where it's going and what's happening and embrace it yeah which is quite exciting isn't it so what advice do we need to give people (laughs) (laughs) well that last sentence pretty much gives you something to work on doesn't it yeah if if you're feeling like do you know what i do want to be unapologetically me that's a gabby bernstein phrase she says that a lot um i'm just going to be unapologetically me but it doesn't have to be aggressive i think when you say you feel like you're going to be this all up in your face kind of person but no just if you feel a pull towards something as long as you're nice considerate compassionate along the way there's not gonna be a problem Mm -hmm. that's what i say (laughs) i was wanting to look up uh the Scorpio, just to see if there's anything else for us. Scorpio, heart, just something fun for the, for the end. Scorpio personality traits: obsessive. Ooh, yeah. Or what are you obsessive about? <laughs> obsessive about? I don't know. Obsessing. <laughs> I'm obsessive about uh, efficiency, as I was just talking to you before. <laughs> um, emotional. I'm not emotional. That is, I wouldn't say I'm emotional. I'm you, emotional. You are? Yeah. Is one of us not on the cusp of Scorpio and something? That's you, is it not? Is it? I'm not even sure. Well, you, I'm 20th of November. I'm 29th of October. You sound a bit cuspy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google and see if I'm oh, cuspy. But then let's do some more. Uh, secretive. Oh. Not telling you whether <laughs> I am or not. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Temperamental. I think that's me actually. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, moody? No. I'm not moody. Definitely not. No. Um, but hey, here's some good ones. Honest. Honest, yes. Loyal. Yes. Ambitious. I would like to be ambitious, but I'm not. <laughs> I don't feel like I. Um, maybe I don't know myself very well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't feel like. I would have described myself along those lines. Yeah. It's very... Oh, you're cuspy. <laughs> From October 23 to November 21. Oh, I am cuspy. You are cuspy. Cosmic <laughs> cuspison. Cusperson. Um, I've just looked at um, what Scorpio weaknesses are. Okay. Scorpions can be very manipulative and may twist facts to suit their purpose. Ooh. Maybe Being that's jeal- what this whole podcast is about. <laughs> Jealous and possessive can be some of your most negative traits no i'm not jealous i'm definitely not upset no this is just lies no i'm not happy with this <laughs> let's twist the facts and edit out this whole section <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't know you can just it's like whenever you were reading the just 17 magazine and you read it and go that is totally about me when it just of course it's going to eventually be about you if they write that much stuff oh, they write that much you find is something it? in there exactly. <laughs> i just i know that i quite like being a scorpio it feels quite feisty yeah like we've got a sting in our tail mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just say that's us that's it sting in our tail yeah or maybe that's not even very pleasant either is it? it's like yeah if you, are we not nice if you cross <laughs> me you're gonna know about it true <laughs> is there anything nice to say about a scorpio we're a water sign we're passionate and we're honest and we're loyal i would say i'm loyal we're really good at seeing what's going on in a situation Scorpios can quickly tell if someone's hiding something and figure out what's happening. I do feel that's true. Yes. You I can, can tell the energy yes. of what somebody's saying as opposed to just what they're saying, can't you? I can tap into, you know, what's going on. I, could, my, I guess my intuition is quite good when it's like, it's not about me. <laughs> it's about somebody else. True. You know, I can intuitively <laughs> tell that you are raging <laughs> or whatever, you know. 
or yeah, I do I feel people's energies if they're a bit off. Yeah. There's you. People often marvel at your preparedness. You have a contingency plan and a secondary one. <laughs> well, I'm not like like my dad used to be kind of one of these people that wants to go to the airport about five hours early. <laughs> I'm a wee bit like that, but not not too much. I do like punctuality. Well, here you're the opposite of that. I know. <laughs> do you have kids? But were you like that before kids? Yeah. Were you? Is it a Fermanagh thing? I think that's my Fermanagh gene, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> they just run in a whole different time zone in Fermanagh. <laughs> I, what I do, I like being on time. I don't know why. That's my dad, I guess. Do you know what? I do like being on time when it happens. It's a really nice feeling, isn't it? Did you not tell me, though? I'm getting better at it. You and Johnny were going somewhere and you were early and you are all discombobulated. Oh, I didn't know what to do with ourselves, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You nearly feel like I've got the wrong day, I've got the wrong time. Where is everybody? <laughs> Just do we meditate, it's all good. I know. <laughs> well, um, that's quite a varied show we've put together there. Is there anything else you want to laugh at? Anything else we want to yabber about? <laughs> what else do we want to talk about? So, yeah, Age of Aquarius. Um, everybody, it's time to waken up and be you and be authentic and get out in nature and just. Do all the good things that make you smile. Awesome. I've just simplified it far too much there, haven't I? It's a good sum up. It's a good sum up. On that note, see you next week. Yeah, see you next <gasps> Jill did a bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.